All my life I had to fight. Who said that? 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 Who? Ah, the ghetto. The ghetto. The ghetto. Come on. Twelve twenty-six, and I'm already tipsy. <laughs> This should be a funny word. Hi guys, welcome back to Life in Layers. Yeah, disclaimer, I am really tired this morning. But tomorrow's Monday and I need to get this episode out. So yeah, I had a late night last night. And I haven't had that much sleep. And I don't know why, I just woke up and I thought, let me have a drink while I record this. So I haven't really had breakfast, but you know... <laughs> Still a baby girl and all that. But yeah, how is everyone? I'm imagining you're all saying, I'm all right. That's good to hear, darlings. That's very good to hear. So, like I don't plan what I want to talk about, but this week, I've just been having a lot of, a lot of discussions about the topic I'm going to talk about today. But I didn't want to talk about it on the podcast just because I had a rant about this topic. I think it was like last month on my Instagram, like I had a really big rant. And I just didn't want people to be like, damn, this girl's hurt. But yeah, I just feel like I'm just going to talk about it today. We're talking about friendships. Like friendship heartbreak, friendship breakups. Just, yeah, everything including that that topic. So where do we start? I just want to say, first of all, why don't we talk about like the effect of like a friendship breakup? Everyone always talks about heartbreak from like a romantic relationship. Everyone talks about, oh, you know, healing, you know, like, I don't know, just all of that aspect. But no one ever talks about a friendship breakup. To me, I feel like sometimes a friendship breakup is worse than a romantic breakup. Because I feel like if a romantic breakup, I don't know, it's kind of more, not expected, but I don't know, it happens. I'll speak from my experience that sometimes, like, in my dating life, you're speaking to someone and you're thinking it's probably gonna end at some point but with friendships you just think nah these are my girls for life you know these 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 are my peeps these yeah so when it goes down the drain like it really hurts but no one talks about that i feel like everyone just wants to be that hard everyone wants to be that kind of you know my cut off game is so strong i don't care we're moving on but i'm just like you have real life souls you have real life ties with these these people that are just out there that you can go from speaking on the phone every day, sharing information, deep, deep information about yourself, opening yourself up to not even acknowledging each other's ex- existence. And I think that's really tough, but no one talks about that. Can we? So can we talk about that today? Like a friendship heartbreak, like when you stop talking and you just kind of go through that, like, rah. Because obviously, you know when you break up in a relationship, it's... Like you can go to people and you can cry. You can just be real about your feelings, but I don't feel like... No one cries when they stop talking to a friend, which I think is really bad because you're kind of in mourning when you think about it. You're still, it's still a process. You still have to, I don't know, what's that, what's that word? You still have to, I don't know, remove that person from your life. Readjust, yeah, that's it. Readjust your life to this person not be, especially if someone was like a big part of your life. Like for example, if you, if you're friends with someone and like you talk every day, you send memes, banter, she's your go-to and then you, you kind of stop talking, it's kind of like, okay, a readjustment needs to happen. Yeah, but I didn't see that anywhere. I actually saw a tweet the other day, and it was like, I've just stopped talking to a friend of 15 years, something along those lines, and it's been the hardest thing so far, and I'm still healing. And like people were like, replying to her, just like, take your time. And I just thought, wow, that is like one of the realest thing. Realest? Did I say realest? That is so real anyways. I just feel like why we need to be more genuine in our feelings. Everyone's cut of game is so strong. Like why why does our cut of game need need needs to be strong? Obviously I'm not talking about like crap friends. I'm not talking about that. Like if someone's if someone's a no good friend, they're a waste of space, they're negative, they're always throwing shade. And that's another thing we're gonna talk about. I don't do I don't understand the whole shading your friend culture. Like, mm-hmm, oh no, did you throw shit? I don't, I, like, I've never been a part of that. And I think that's one of the reasons why some of my friendships hasn't worked out. Because I just feel like, if you're throwing shade at me about something, that's 
maybe I'm too sensitive, but I definitely just think that's something, there's some truth to it. Like, if me, you're just sitting there laughing and you're like, yeah, your edges are crusty. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> what do my edges ever do to anyone? You know? Like, leave Charlene alone, okay? Charlene is my edges. I just made that up. Yeah, but I just think throwing shade at friends, when, I don't know, I've just, I've just never been okay with that. Like, obviously, you can have banter, give as good as you get or whatever, but I'm, I'm a type of person, when people throw shade at me, I can't throw shade back because you know when you, the shade that you will throw will, will not even be, <coughs> Jesus is Lord. Like, it will end the whole friendship. So I just have to just laugh and, and I don't know why I feel like I always attract people, well, not anymore. I used to attract, like, friends that just used to think, just throw shots at me or just throw shade or just throw... And I just was so confused. And then when I would say stuff, like, I just don't think that was funny. Or, like, you said something a couple of days ago, but it's actually, like, it bothered me. And it was always, ah, like, it was just shade. It was just shade. And then, like, you're just overthinking it. If you say something that I felt like was personal, that's just, that's like the whole um, Real Housewives of Atlanta culture, like, just throwing shade or the tea all of that I just feel like there should be no room for that in real friendships like I'm not saying don't have banter or or don't don't I don't know don't be playful with your friends but don't be nasty don't be nasty and then cover it up as shade because I feel like you're just showing your true colors I just think I feel like I don't know if friendship should be like a safe space it should be banter it should be love it should just be like a union a sisterhood or if obviously if you're like, I have male friends, like, all that kind of stuff. It should be somewhere that I can come or flow to, you carry my load, I carry your load. We're just there for each other. When I'm when I'm down, you pick me up. When you're down, I pick you up. Like, just nurturing, not somewhere where you're going to belittle me, you're going to make me feel crap. I feel like if I'm in a friendship with you and I'm starting to second-guess myself or I'm starting to feel insecure just being around you, that that isn't a friendship. Number one. That isn't a friendship. When I just, I see it around or people like, throw, yeah, I just, I'm I'm just not with it. I don't know. You guys should let me know what you think about that. But I'm just, I'm just not with it. Like, can we, there's so many things to have banter about. Like, you can laugh. Send me memes. Like, I love a meme. Send me memes. Let's banter. But don't, don't take direct shots at me. And I won't do, I won't, especially, I think I find it really strange because I'm not someone that does that. Off the topic of friendship breakups, obviously I want to go a bit further back to like just the whole dynamics of friendship. And I feel like we we in this culture that people praise inconsistency. People praise inconsistency. Like I see so many memes like, oh, I don't speak to my friends, but when we speak, we're all good. Get out with that crap. I'm sorry. What? I don't... I don't understand that. Obviously, there's different types of friendship. Like, you have your everyday friendships. Like, you speak on a more day-to-day basis. Obviously, that's 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 solid and that's whatever. And you have friends that you speak to here and there, birthdays, you check up on each other. Obviously, those friendships have that dynamic already set up, so that's different. But if I'm your... If I'm meant to be one of your best friends, if I'm meant to be your sis, if I'm meant to be your sister, and you kind of... You have that mentality of... Yeah, we speak whenever, but when we speak, it's like, no time. Shut up. Shut your dirty, stinking mouth. I'm sorry. Shut your dirty, stinking mouth. Because that's just laziness. That's just selfishness. That's... I don't think... I don't... I, I'm not here for it. If if you're someone that, I don't know, thinks that's how a healthy friendship should be, get out. Exit to left right this second. Because I think, what, what stupidness is that? I know we all have busy lives. Yeah, all of that all, all of that good stuff. But you're my friend and you don't know what's happening in my life or vice versa. And you I can't call your friend. I can't call your friend if I feel alone. We speak here and there. Okay, I tell you it's been happening. Okay, we get off the phone and I don't speak to you for another another four, five weeks or six months or and oh yeah, it's good. Or you like you like a few pictures on Instagram, you put yes, fuck it out, sis. Like all of that stuff, but you don't know what's happening in my life. People just use the word best friends so willy-nilly, like they just throw it around. I remember years, I think how old was I? I was probably about 19. Yeah, I'm showing my age now, but yeah. It was a long, long time ago. And I was in hospital 
and I was in a hospital that I'm not usually I was in a different hospital so there was a girl on the on the bed next to me and I think I was in the hospital for about maybe eight nine days and the whole eight nine days not a single soul walked in there to visit this girl apart from her mum obviously you guys know I have sickle cell from my last um my last episode so obviously that's why I was in that's why I was in hospital so I was sitting there and and I just used I just felt really sad for this girl literally every single day after visiting hours that's when her mum would come because I think her mum worked like late shifts and stuff so her mum would come late and her mum would sit there and I just felt like she was like really lonely so I would always like try and just talk to her make banter with her like if if my friends came over to visit I wouldn't like close the curtain just kind of like make it open and and because I, I genuinely just didn't think this girl had friends. Like, well, how have you been in hospital for a whole nine days and not a single soul apart from your mother came to visit you? So I think we added each other on Facebook. Okay, this is probably before I was 19 then, because I don't think... When I was 19, I don't think I was still on Facebook. Maybe. Yeah, so we added each other on Facebook. Guys, every picture, there was the same, like, six girls matching outfits. Like, if I didn't know this girl and I just saw her Facebook, I will be thinking goals friendship goals god me to our one friendship group like this or you know like every picture was just the same girls that she was in the pictures with going out turning up going holidays like matching outfits from head to toe looking fly together and it just made me even more sad for her because i just thought obviously i don't know the dynamics of their friendship maybe she didn't want visitors but it, i didn't get that impression from her that she didn't want visitors like some people just tell like when you're in the hospital they just don't want anyone around them but i just didn't get i just didn't get that from her and it just made me really sad like raw you have all these girls around you and you're just you're doing my sisters and my sister's keeper like they're doing real real strong captions you know like real real my girls are rad for, like all of that kind of stuff but at your lowest, when you're in hospital, when you actually need them, it was skedaddles. Nobody was there. And I just, it just made me really sad. And I just thought, I feel like, I don't know, a lot of friendships in, in this generation are based off that just, like, showing face. Or even when people have, like, baby showers, bridal showers, just all that kind of stuff. And they've got all these people around them. But how many of these people can you actually call on when you're down when you're at your wit's end how many how many people can you call and you know they'll be there i've never been the type of girl that just wants numbers i'd rather have two solid friends that i know like we are down for each other than me have all these people around me but you're always like you feel lonely you're going through things by yourself that that's just not okay and even me like i had to learn that the hard way as much as you can be like no i've got this i'm independent and we, ha- we need people around us. Because you, as much as you, you've got yourself, you've got, you obviously, like, obviously you have God, you have your family, but you need people to uplift you. You need people to bring you up. Because you're not always going to be at your best. You're not always going to be on top of your game. You're going to slack. You're going you're gonna to feel... You're going to fall. You need people around you to just... You need that support. And I feel like having a good support system is so essential. Not just, yes, turning up girls. Not just this. Not just to look good in a group picture, to take selfies with this. And it's really sad. And another thing is, I think people are making friendships off of sh- just being shallow. Like I know people that just want to be friends with people just because of, number one, their social status. The way they look. Oh, pretty girl, another pretty girl. Oh, yeah, let's link up. Bad bitch, link up. Like, shut your dirty stinking mouth. Shut your dirty stinking mouth. Okay, that person's pretty. That person's flat. That person's got followers. That person's got this. But what is their heart saying? What is their personality like? Are they loyal? Do they know how to be a friend? And also, on topic of like knowing how to be friends, do they know how to be a good friend? I don't think people actually know how to be a good friend. And I think sometimes, as someone that's very self-aware, you have to like take a step back. And ask yourself, are you a good friend? Because there's so many times we scream about, oh, my friends are this, my friends are that. But do you know how to be a good friend? And that's something I always, always pride myself on. I don't know what it is, like, friendships, loyalty, or things like that are always, I've always been, I've always been very big on that. Even since secondary school, just making friends. And 
I'm going to throw this out there. I just don't feel like there's any friend that I've had that they can say I haven't made, like, an impact or positive impact or I've never been there for them because I really, really pride myself on that. I'm very big on treat people how you want to be treated. So I've always been the friend to people that I want. I've... How do you say that? I've always been... Basically, the type of friend that I I want for myself is a friend that I've been to other people. I hope you guys got that. So I'm always... Yeah, so you, you have to ask yourself. Because there's so many times that people people want what they're not willing to give. And I think that's so selfish as well. Like, you want people to be there for you. You want someone to, like, uplift you. But do you uplift people? Are you nurturing? Are you caring? Are you there for your friends? When your friends need you, if your friend reaches out to you and says, I need you, like, do you support people? If someone's doing something, are you supporting them? And you want to start something, you want people to support you. It, 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 it goes both ways. So I will definitely, definitely tell you that sometimes you have to just take a step back and be like, self, are you a good friend? And literally go through it. Just be like, okay, I had a friend, she was going through this. How was I there for her? If I was in her situation, would I have been happy with the way I dealt with her? I was there, you know, like, yeah, you have to really have those important conversations with yourself. And also, when you do have those important conversations with yourself, and you say, do you know what? I've assessed this. I'm, I'm a damn good friend to these people. And then you feel like the people that you're damn good friends to aren't good friends. My friend, walk away. Walk away. I'll pack your load. Pick up your bag. Pick up your suitcase. Pick up your Ghana Moscow, whatever it is. Pick up your Pokemonto and leave. Because I feel like there's so many... Okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm getting to to talk about my personal experience as well, I had to learn the hard way. I was actually having this conversation, like, literally at the crack of dawn this morning. I had to learn the hard way. And I feel like so many people wait till, like, pardon my friends, so many people wait till shit hits the fan to find out who their real friends are. Where, where the tell, the tell, how do you say that? The telltale signs were there to begin with, but you were just ignoring it. You knew that friend never really showed up for you. You knew that friend was dismissive. You knew that friend was this. You knew that... You made excuses for them. But then when things really, really hit the family, you really needed people, you're hurting yourself. And I was hurting myself because I knew some of these people's characteristics weren't characteristics that I needed in a friend. But I was such a slave to loyalty. Kind of like, no, I've known this person for umpteen years. I've known this person for this. We've been through this together. I know that's my girl. That's just the way she is friend sis bro stop making excuses for people stop it stop doing it we will be happier in life if we just accept people for who they are accept people for who they are and say can i deal with this don't be like no that's just how this person is like you know when sometimes you have like really really negative rude friends like friends that are just like you're trying to have a good time and it's always, eh, no, that stinks. No, what is that? I'm not going there. Or whatever. Just, But then, you know, like, when you're around this person, you just don't feel good. And even when other people notice, she's like, no, 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 no. That's just how Melissa is. No, 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 Chantel, like, she's cool. But she's just, like, sometimes she's just a bitch, isn't it? But no, no, no. Like, sometimes, like, she just, like, she. that's just how she is. Like, trust me, like, she's a cool girl. Can we stop doing that? Can we stop doing that? If Jerome's a dickhead, call him out on it and move on. There's no love lost. And I feel like at my big, big age now, I'm literally like, I'm getting to that stage. I'm just like, okay, you're a cool girl, but characteristic-wise, we just, we're not compatible as a friend. You have to literally have a conversation with yourself because we do that when it comes to romantic relationships. Just because a guy is a good guy doesn't mean he's a right guy for you. You know, like you can, you can have a guy that's well trained, well mannered. He respects his family. He he's but he's just not right for you. You're not gonna sit in that. Why are you laughing? You're not gonna you're not gonna sit in that relationship just because he's a nice person. That he might be a nice person, but he he's not present. He's dismissive. He's this. He's that. You're not gonna be like, oh, what? Well, well, I hope you won't. If you're in that relationship, please get out. Please, please. Time is waiting for no one. Yeah, just accept people for who they are. Don't wait till... I just feel like we wait till we really, really need the support and then the support is not there and then we're going through all of these big life changes on our own. I'd rather just know I don't have friends 
and just know that so I know like when I'm going through this I've got me rather than you lying to yourself which <laughs> listen I did rather than you lying to yourself like no my girls no squad life this bffs with your friends from school with your friends from this and the way shit hits the fact you're sitting in a corner whimpering by yourself <laughs> jesus where are these people jesus i'm alone <laughs> don't do it to yourself we need to be we need to start being honest we're not in school but if you are in school you're listening to this still be honest with yourself like we're not little girls anymore we're not we just yeah and there's something that i had to i had when i got to my wit's end with like this whole kind of situation i had to literally sit myself down and be like sis if a guy was treating you like this you would never ever accept that so why is it okay for you to accept it in a friendship the same standards that you have in a romantic relationship hold your friends to that standard as well. Some people might think I'm being wild, like, what, what? No, like, it's true. Anyone that knows me knows, like, in a, I'm a very no-nonsense girl. I don't take that shit. Like, if I'm talking to a guy, and we'll talk about this in another episode, but if I'm talking to a guy, in the, in the first talking stage, if I see traits that I don't like, I am out. Like, you really ruined... <laughs> I'm out like a ghost. Casper, where's she gone? Raj, she's not picking up. I don't... Because I'm very much... Some people is like, nah, you have to give people chances and blah, blah, blah. I have this idea, like, at the beginning stage, everyone is putting their best foot forward. Everyone is trying to impress people. Everyone is trying to put the best version of themselves forward. If I'm talking to a guy who's known each other for, what, maybe a month, he's trying to ruin me. I'm trying to be, you know this girl has got all her shit together, whatever. If you're messing up at that beginning stage, why should I carry on? It's like it's like a job in a probation. That first six months, you are on time. You are, you're always on job. You're even asking, oh, sorry, is there anything else I can do? Oh, um, Sandra, I've, I've finished the reports. Do you want me to help you with your reports? Do you want me to help you with what you need to do? All right, it's all right, it's all right, boss. I'm just going to work through my lunch today. I don't mind staying a bit behind tonight. You know, everyone is doing their best. You're coming, you're ironing your shirt. You're really doing dressing to work. And then after that six months, you're coming, you haven't even combed your hair that morning. You literally rolled out of bed and coming to work. You're taking even an hour and a half of your lunch break when people are not knowing. You're out before five. So my thing is, at probation, if you're doing all the stupidness, your, mind, your, your work is not going to keep you. That's always been my my mindset when it comes to like relationships and stuff. If a guy is acting up, what, why should I take you seriously? Why should I take you further? And that's why people always see signs in a, in a date and they're like, oh no, maybe you'll change. And you end up falling in love with some idiot man, <laughs> excuse me, and you expect him to change then. No, the signs were there before. You chose to ignore it. So I'm, very, I'm a very no-nonsense girl when it comes to like, relationships but i'm not like that when it comes to friendships why please no now i am but what why like you meet a friend they just this they just somehow but you're like no nah, she's a really nice girl you know oh, no 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 like we're friends for what i just feel like if i held my friendships to the same standards that i i held romantic relationships i would have saved myself a lot of bother the same way I feel like, not to be rude, when I hear people's dilemmas or like relationship stories, I can't relate. Not to be, I don't know, not to be rude or whatever. I just, literally, I'm sitting there, I can't relate because I, I don't let people, I don't give people the chance like to treat me like shit. Like I'm always very aware. I'm very observant. If you're moving mad at the beginning, you're getting cut off. Sorry. There's nothing, there's going to be nothing to develop and then you're dead sitting there heartbroken. Obviously, things happen, you get into relationships, relationship doesn't work out. But I feel like, Sometimes it just doesn't work out. I'd rather us get into a relationship where there's respect, it was built on respect, and it just doesn't work out naturally than me knowing you are an actual dickhead, you didn't respect me, all that kind of stuff, and still knowing you get into a relationship with you. You know, you know what the outcome of that relationship is going to be, so why get into it? Save yourself the bubble. I wish I had that mindset with, with friendships, and I feel like that's where I am now. 
you're not just going to come up in my space and be a useless friend or just be taking up room for the sake of it. I'm not going to call your friend for the sake of it. So we just all, I don't know, I think it's something to think about. Because there's some friends that I just, they were just never present. They were never, ever present. It was always me calling them, you starting the conversations, you always like, oh yeah, let's go out, let's do this. And it's just like, yeah, then they'll cancel last minute. When you have big, big issues and you call them, it's always, oh no. Like, have you noticed some friends? I don't know, maybe a family member's died or you've got like something so big, like it's actually massive. You call your friend and you tell them this issue. And they're like, oh no, babe. Oh. They will act like you just told them that you lost your Oyster cards. Are you mad? Are you mad? But then when they've come to you with this issue, you're like, nah, where are you? I'm coming there. Oh, have you eaten? I'm going to come and see you tomorrow after work. Like, you're present. You're there. You're just making sure, like, no, my friend is going through this. My friend needs me. I'm going to make sure, like, she doesn't feel alone. She doesn't... She... But then, when it's vice versa, you're like, oh, babe. Oh, let me know if you need anything. But you, you don't hear from them for another two weeks. And they will te- send you a text in two weeks. Just checking in on you. Shut your dirty stinking mouth. <laughs> keep your dirty stinking text. Keep, keep it. Like I actually had an example. I think it was like 2015 or 14. I can't remember. Basically, my grandma died. And anyone that knows, like, my grandma is my heart. Like, even to this... I don't, I don't think I'll ever get over her death. Like, I'm... Growing up, I was closer to my grandma than I actually was to my mum, so it felt like I lost a mother. Like, I did. Yeah, and, and I was so heartbroken. And I remember when that happened, I called my friend at the time. Let's call her... What should we call her? Huh? <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> uh, let's let's call her Davina. Rachel. Let's call her Davina. And I was like, Davina, I think my grandma just died. And she was like, oh no, no, oh no. At that point, I just, I just let me come off the phone because I don't even know why I called you. You know, you just think, why, why did I call you? Like, you're, you've never been present for anything. And then I remember like weeks, weeks went by and I was just like, she would just send me a text here and there. She was like, oh, I'm so sorry about your loss. I just felt like that's something I would expect from someone that wasn't at that time, someone I wasn't calling my sister, you know? Like, you're my best friend. Like, we used to call each other soulmates. All, all of that kind of stuff. And I remember, I think it was, like, a month I didn't see this girl. I didn't I didn't see this girl. She was even travelling. I was on Twitter that she was on holiday. Do you know what I mean? Like, you couldn't even tell me that you're trapped. Things like that. Like, I didn't even know anything. And I think out of guilt, she sent me flowers, like, to my house. Like, sorry for loss. Will you shut your dentist thinking mouth and keep your dentist thinking flowers? Come over. You live 10 minutes away. I don't understand. Save your coins. Come over. Be present. Be like, nah, I'm coming over. If you need to cry, cry. Just do, just be present. Have you eaten? How's your mum dealing? Your mum's lost her mum. Like, how's your mum doing? I'm coming over. I'm coming to cook for you guys. Or my mum's cooked. I'm bringing you guys lunch. I'm bringing, I'm just, just, I don't know. I feel like that's what I would do as a, like, so maybe it's my fault for expecting that back. And I even remember when the whole, like, memorial service was had, even on the day, my friends showed up, like, four hours into the memorial. Like, are you mad? Are you, all of you are mad? And the funny thing is, I didn't, I, in that moment, I think because I was just so caught up with just getting everything done, I didn't actually, like, take it in. I think it was a couple of years afterwards, when obviously people are having their own events, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm the first one there, I'm packing the hall, I'm planning this, I'm doing all of that, and I'm just thinking... Bruh. <laughs> my grandma died. Like, no one even came to help stare jollof pots or even, you know, put stuff in black bags or even, you know. I'm surprised that even I think my mum was even asking, like, ah, where's Davina? I was like, oh, I don't know, mum. <laughs> you know, when your mum's thinking, ah, where's this girl? Like, obviously, your, your mum, your, your parents, they know who, who's around. So obviously, when like thing go, things go down, they. They'll be like, where's this person? Because especially when my mum knows. Yeah, especially when your your parents know who's who's around. And I can't believe, I don't know what where I was, that I just, I thought that was acceptable. 
Because now, I'm sorry, you, you pull that shit, you get pulled up on it. Like, I'm sorry, real. I shouldn't even... I just feel like with certain friends, you shouldn't even... I shouldn't have to ask you, oh, can you come early and help out? Can you, like, if you're good, just be there. Use your common sense. Use your God-given common sense to just be like, okay, what can I do? Because not everyone knows how to, like, ask for help. And I feel like with certain friendship dynamics, you shouldn't have to ask for help. I know some people are probably like, oh, no, if you don't ask for help, how are people supposed to... But it's just common sense. If someone's going through something, like, yeah, if someone's going through something, you're aware of the situation. You shouldn't have to always... I don't know. I just I just feel like we're all growing. We're not, I feel like, yeah, we're all growing. We're not in school. We're not in nursery. I shouldn't have to be like, oh, Daisy, can you help me with this? Sometimes just... Be a grown-up and just feel like, okay, my friend is suffering, my friend's going through this, and my friend needs me, and I need to step up and be a friend. Yeah. And another thing is, I hate when people use your characteristics against you as a, as a reason for why they are shit friends. I had a friend say to me, even though she knew, like, I spoke about this in in one of my, rant, my rants on Instagram. 2016, like, it's, it's no secret. Like, that was literally one of the worst years of my life. That year I got diagnosed with depression. Imagine, all in the space of, let's say, I think this happened from... I started the year great. I redecorated my room. You know, like, the year was... It was about to be a good year. I think April, I lost my job. <laughs> and I, anyone that knows me, like, I've been working. Like, I've always worked. So for, for that to happen to me, especially for a reason that wasn't my fault, that really, really crushed me because... A, like a lot of people depended on my paycheck I was helping my mom I was doing that you know all that kind of stuff like my mom wasn't working at that time which made it even more stressful because my mom wasn't working I wasn't working who's gonna pay the bills all that kind of stuff especially when yeah I got diagnosed with depression I got told like my liver and stuff were gonna start failing imagine all in the space of like how many months it was like oh what else was happening yeah like the house that we'd lived in for like 12 years was like just got put on sale so we and we had like two months to leave that house yeah what else is happening i can't there was so much literally all in the space of like two months everything and the funny thing is i'm not someone which is really a bad thing i'm not someone that tells people when i'm going through stuff like i i do suffer in silence because even now a lot of people are just like why didn't you call me during that time and i just felt like i don't know i just feel like people have their own problems i don't always like to like impose my problems on other people but there were like three friends at the time who i was actually vocal i told them everything that was happening and i think that's what put me off talking to other people because i just felt like okay these three people are like the closest people to me and i've told them all these kind of stuff and they're not there so so people that are not as close to me why am i going to come and open my mouth and be like right this is what i'm going through and then even now i spoke to i spoke to that one person one of those friends like a couple of weeks ago and I was just like, you wasn't there. Like, when have you ever gone through something in our, what, 17, 15 years of friendship that you felt like I've never been there for you? Tell me now so I can be accountable for it. She couldn't think of anything. And I said, but I was going through this and you were present. I was telling you every single thing and you wasn't present. And her reply to me was, you're someone that's very strong and you don't show how things affect you. So I thought you're fine. Are you mad? <laughs> like... Everything that happened to me in the space of, what, three months, if that happened to someone else, even in the space of five years, that is still a lot for someone. Imagine you're, like, it's just crazy. Your friend just lost her job. She's got diagnosed depression. She's got health issues. I'm still having, like, my crisis in the midst of this, going in and out of hospital, just being ill. And then now the doctors are telling me my, my liver and my lungs are going to start failing because of all the medication I've been on. And then they want me to start, like, they wanted me to start taking another, another. they wanted to put me on another medication, which was basically going to give me more health issues. And it wasn't like, it wasn't any assurance that it's actually going to work and fix the problem. So I didn't want to take that. They wanted to give me like a medication that was for cancer patients. And it was like, my hair was going to fall out. My nails were going to go black. It might affect my fertility, but it's not, it's not guaranteed that, okay, yeah, this is going to fix the original issues. So I was like battling that. I was like, I don't really want to go through that. I was, and you're telling me, oh, you were acting so strong. I didn't, I didn't know it was affecting you. I think that's that's just a lie. That's just an excuse for you to feel better about you not being a good friend. Someone is is about to become homeless. A house that you've known, like a house I've lived in, 
for a big chunk of my life. And I'm being told I have to leave in two in, in two months. I'm not working, my mum's not working. You know, all this, like, where are we going to go? All this kind of stuff, like, my sister's, like, going through her stuff. My sister, like, gave birth at 23 weeks. Like, all in that year. We were trying to support my sister emotionally. Like, it was just a lot. I wasn't, like... And not one friend said, here, here's £10. Buy yourself a sandwich. I don't know what sandwich is £10, but, you know. Yeah, not one person. And I remember that point... I was just so overwhelmed with everything and I just just I just did I just needed to like I just needed a break because I just felt like I couldn't keep showing face so I deleted my Instagram I deleted Twitter I deleted WhatsApp like I just just wanted to just I in that moment I was everything was so dark I just wanted to disappear and I think that's when I really really saw like these people are not my friends imagine someone that you call your closest friend you know she's going through all of this stuff and she just disappears. And you don't think, nah, what's going on? Everyone that knows, everyone knows I love I love my Insta. I love Insta, I love a selfie, I love this. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm all of that kind of stuff. Like if it's someone that's not that's never, you know, it's not really an interactive person, that's okay. But someone does something that's out of character. And all these friends I'm talking about, they live very close. They're approximately ten minutes away. Not one person thought, nah, I haven't seen Ade, you know. I'm going to knock on your door I'm like not one person my things I don't even care about coming knock on the door and no one no one no one pick, no one opens the door you're still going to do something and the funny thing is even when I when I came off I knew at the back of my mind no these girls are not going to look for me but it's the same girls that I would kill myself over to make sure they're okay when they go through things or they're going through whatever things are not even on the scale of what I was dealing with and I'm, I've never been someone to try and make someone for belittle someone because their problem is not as big as mine because everyone knows what weight that they can carry so if you're going through something obviously to what i'm going through i don't think it's a it's it's on a massive scale i'm still not going to blitz him like eh, that that's more small problem i'm still going to be there because it's affecting you in a way that you can't cope with it or whatever but obviously at that time i just felt like i couldn't deal with anyone else's issues so i took myself away and imagine i got so one of the friends was upset with me because I wasn't... Imagine, this is how mad people are, guys. Everything I've just listed, and obviously that's not even... There's not everything I can talk about. Everything I just listed to you guys and more, I was dealing with that. I got to the point where I couldn't cope anymore. I separate myself, take myself, just to just... And you, you said, oh, you, just, you stopped hollering and I was going through this. Do you see how selfish people are? And I even said to this said friend, I said to her, okay, like you said, like I'm always there and then I decide to take myself out. At what point do you ask yourself, okay, this is out of character. And give me the benefit of it and be like, no, nah, this, this is not like her. Let me go and check up on her. But in that instance, you just thought, rah, I'm going for this. I know she's got all of that problem, but she's actually like not even hollered at me. So, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to remove her. I'm just going to not stop hollering. I just think that's where people's mindsets are at. And these are the people that I've been riding for. Like, really, 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 really riding for for years. Yeah, you just have to arch yourself. But, I, I, but the funny thing is, I knew all these characteristics that they had when I decided to, like, remove myself. There was characteristics they had when... We met, you know what I mean, when I was 13, when I was 15, 16, at whatever stages I met these people and decided to build a friendship. So in one sense, I have to hold myself accountable and be like, well, you know what to expect, which is why I say it's so important to just accept people for who they are because if I accepted these people for who they were, they wouldn't have been in my life that long. Because sometimes I feel like you, you do for people... And then you let people change you, but you really have yourself to blame because stop doing, like, stop, oh, I, can't, what, how, I don't know how to phrase this, like, stop giving yourself to the wrong people. That's like, if you're in a relationship and you're just picking, like, deadbeat guys, you can't then say to yourself, oh, I'm going to stop being a good woman because I just keep, you're, you're giving love to the wrong people, you're giving yourself to the wrong people, give yourself to the right people, you won't, you won't regret it. 
that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like we need to learn to pick better friends. Don't pick friends just because of the length. And I've literally learned that as well. It doesn't matter how long you've known someone. That should never be a deciding factor in whether someone's a good friend or why you should be friends with someone. Because you can meet someone in a week that will have better intention, that will do better for you than someone you've known for 25 years, 40 years, 50 years. Time doesn't mean anything. And I think I was someone, I was such a slave. Like, I made myself a slave to loyalty. Like, no, that is my girl. And I'm I'm a type of person, I love hard. I love hard to a default. Like, I will put myself out to make sure that you're okay. I love, especially when it comes to, like, it's so bad, like, when it comes, I, I feel like sometimes I even go harder in friendships than I do in, like, in a romantic relationship. So I just feel like those are my girls. Because before, before the relationship that I'm in now, I was very much, I had very much had the mindset, guys come and go. A guy's going to break your heart. A guy's going to do, a guy's going to up and leave and just be like, I don't love you anymore, whatever. But your friends, don't, don't your friends are there for life. Because I feel like when I make friends or when I decide to call someone my friend, I'm 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 in it for the long haul. Like I'm in it for no, we're sixty and we're talking about our memories and when we're younger, we're telling our children's our best friends, those kind of things. I just feel like not everyone has that mentality, so I need to adopt that mentality. And as well, stop because like you've been scarred by bad friendships. Doesn't mean everyone else is like that. I think that's something that I'm having to unlearn right now because I think in the past few years, I've definitely, like, not let people in or I struggle to let people in or, like, what's this person's intention? Why do you want to be friends with me? Or sometimes, like, you just go through stages, you meet friends, people are cool, but I don't put the effort in. And someone even said that to me yesterday, like, you can't do that because there's there's genuine people out there, but I just feel like I've just been so scarred in this whole friendship dilemma and stuff that I just don't... I don't make the effort. Like, even sometimes, like, my partner will check... We literally, like, be like, no, like, this girl actually tries. We need to make more effort. And I'm just like, I don't know. I just don't know. So that's something that I'm definitely learning. Like, yeah. And I think definitely as well, like, in the last two years or so, I've definitely walked away from friendships, like, at the first time, just because I'm thinking I'm not doing this again. (laughs) Definitely, like, it's made me, like, put such a strong wall up. Like, if I'm friends with someone and, some, and if something happens, I, I'm literally like, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Which, obviously, is not, it's not the best way to deal with things. But, yeah, I'm just like, I'm out. Because I'm not going to give you another... I'm not going to give you 15 years I gave to someone else or whatever for you to kind of throw that in my face. Because the way I see it is... I spent so many years of my life priding myself for being a good friend. Being someone that, like, makes a difference. So just... Being someone that had a presence in someone's life, I don't really feel like I have anything to show for it. Because even sometimes when I think about it, and I'm not trying to shoot my own horn or big myself up, but I just feel like I'm just stating facts and I'm being real. Most of most of these friendships that I've like I've come away from that I've had to literally distance myself and and cut ties with these people, and I just feel like I made an impact. Most of these people, I helped, like, them get jobs. I would help them start their businesses. I would help them in things. I would just do... I did so much for people, more than I did for them. I feel like sometimes I would feel like, if I put all that energy into myself, I'll be so successful right now. Bitch, I'm, I'm type of someone, I feel like, if my friend wants to do something, and she doesn't... She's kind of like... She doesn't have the confidence to start it. I'm, I'm going to drop... I'm like, okay, right, we're focusing on your projects now. We're doing this, 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 that. And it's... It's, it's my fault because obviously I need a balance between that. Like, you can't just always take on people's problem. And that's another thing. I feel like I take on people's energy. So I can be going through my own problems and I'm so stressed out with that. And one of my closest friends is going through something. Oh my God, that really hurts my heart. And it's like this person is hurting and I feel people's pain. And it's something that I feel like because it's something that I don't know how to turn off. I've got to the stage where I have to literally protect my space. So I can't just get close to people because I know once I get close to you I'm gonna start taking on your problems as my own problem and I can't I'm not in a space where I can afford to do that anymore so I have to be so overly cautious which I'm I don't know if that's a good thing or not but I'm learning and 
a part of me just wants to be laid back, go with the flow, like, you know, like, build new friendships. But a part of me is kind of like, no, I'm good. I'm good over here, sis. Because I just think the last two years, I haven't really had close, close friends. And I just think, I haven't really taken on anyone's problem. I've just been dealing with my own problem because there's, there's a lot of stuff that I'm dealing with. There's so many stuff. I've just focused on just dealing with my own problems without, like, adding someone else's issues onto all the stuff on my tray. Yeah, so I think that's something that I'm just unlearning with just starting again. And and another thing that I do want to say is, if you're someone that has a good friend, if you're someone that you know you have someone, that don't take that for granted, please. Like, good friends... Like, fret, ride or die friends are so hard to come by. Don't take that for granted. Like, I feel like it's so it's such a shame that all these people are now, like, reaching out when it's a little too late. And now, like, Davina message, you know, just saying things like she regrets that it's taking her to this day to realise that, you know, I was such a good friend and blah, blah, blah. And I've got to the stage where I kind of, like, move myself emotionally. I'm emotionally removed from that situation and, and her and that friendship that I can't even reopen, I can't even, we can't, there's nothing that can be rebuilt from that, because it just, there's so many hurt, and I just feel like, in, in, in me accepting people for, like, you've learned now, but you're still that person, and I don't feel like, even in some of her approaches, I can see that she hasn't changed, it's still gonna be me going hard, and I'm just not in that space, but just, we shouldn't wait till it's too late, like, if you have something good, treasure it. Like, the same thing. If you if you have an, a partner that's amazing, treasure it. People always wait till, like, the relationship goes tits up. And you're just like, oh, no, like, he was actually a good guy. And, oh, she was such a good girl. And I lost a, I lost a real one. Like, why do we always have to wait till things are broken to really appreciate? Can we just live in a moment and be like, no. Like, I have this person. And this person is amazing. Like, oh, my mum's amazing, my this is amazing, my sister. It's not just, like, friendships or or anything. If you have anyone in your life that is just... a Just has a massive presence in your life, cares for you deeply, please appreciate that because it's rare. Yeah, I think I'm just... I think I'll just round it up there with, you know... This topic started off with, like, friendship heartbreak. It's something that's real and it's something that shouldn't be swept under the carpet. Like, even with... Even with me, I had to heal from those friendships that were broken because they had a massive impact on me. And it really affected how I approached new friendships and and et cetera, et cetera. So if you've, someone who just come out, because I think even when I was ranting the other day about it on Instagram, so many people messaged me and they were just like, oh, like, all my fr- I feel so alone, I feel this, and I just feel, I just feel like you have to give yourself time to heal. It's just exactly the same way you'd heal. I think, if not worse, from coming out of a relationship, because a friendship is a relationship. It, it, you know, you're building a connection, you're building a bond, you're, you're building memories with this person, and then for it to just go bam, and then, you know, all of that stuff. So give yourself time to heal, and also as well, like, if it is something that can be worked on, please definitely work on it. But don't just work on it for the wrong reasons. Don't just be like, oh, no, like, oh, I've got to sort this out because we've been friends for time. And sit down and just think, what does this person bring to my life? Does this person uplift me when I'm down? Does this... Yeah, especially, like, the... Going back to 2016 when I said I lost my job. and then Because I was going through so much. Like, I've, I've always been... I'm kind of like the self-proclaimed motivator, like, in, in, in the group. So, if, like, I'm the one that's kind of always, like, motiv- motivating people, like, to kind of reach their best. I know you don't like that job. Like, I'm a, if, if if a friend is complaining to me about their job, I'm like, okay, I'll be applied, okay? I would, I'm that friend that like, you wake up in the morning, I'm sending you job vacancies. Okay, I found this. I think you'd be good for this. I think your school would be good for this. I think you need people like that as well. It's a give and take because I remember the year, that same year, I didn't work. I lost my job, I wasn't working. Literally, I would see my, my savings just go... Like, literally, like, obviously using my savings to pay, like, for the house stuff, because I said my mum wasn't working as well, just... And I was, like... I was really going through heavy depression. Like, I didn't even... It didn't even occur to me that 
I needed to find a new job because I was just going through so much that like, every single day was just something. And I think I didn't work for probably about three months, which I've never not worked. And, not, and I just thought not one person said, okay, babe, I know you're going through a lot right now, but you, you know what I mean? You need to get a job. You need to get a job. And I just thought that was really sad because that's what I always say to people, you need you need people that that have the same beliefs as you because that's what I'm saying, you need that emotional support because you're not always going to be at the top of your game. You won't be. If you're slacking, you need someone else to just be like, okay, babe, you're slacking, you've had this time, but now it's time to get back up because sometimes life happens and you just find yourself just, a use, just, just there because no one... Especially, I'm very much big on tough tough love. It's not always the right approach, but I just feel like you need to just... Even if it's not tough love, you just need to pe- have people that are going to kick you up the bum. I went through a stage when I wasn't working, and I'm always the type of person encouraging people, no, you need to get a job, you need to do this job, okay, I'll help you do your interview, I'll write your CV, I'll do all of this for you. And no, not one person did that for me. Like, I had to... I got to a point where I looked at my bank account. I said, self... <laughs> Girl, you better get up and do something. <laughs> you better get up, get up your ass. Like, the pressure you're going to pay your bills. If, no one cares. No one cares about your sad story. Like, I was such a victim. Like, I just... I was in in this dark space. Like, I had to physically fight. And I just think that it's so... It's, it's really sad. You're going through all of that and you don't even have people going to be like, babe, here's... Um, you know? I know someone that's, that's looking for this or even a part-time job or something... And the funny thing is as well, I actually applied for a job. And I remember that time I was like, I don't know, I just felt a lot of pressure. And I didn't tell anyone that I was looking for a job. So I just went, applied for a job. And I just thought, you know, I just want to tell people when I've got the job. So I don't want to be another another loan. Like, oh, I just interviewed, I didn't get it, blah, blah, blah. So I just thought, let me just, so I kept it to myself. And I remember, obviously at that time, I was just trying to find a job. I just needed to pay my bills, I needed to help my mom. I needed to do all this kind of stuff. A, any job would have been a job so I used to work in in banking and I remember I left that and obviously when I needed a job I just thought I looked up my CV and I thought what job do I know how to get with my eyes closed so I thought let me just apply for like banking jobs and I remember I got a job in a bank and I was just like excited just to be kind of part of working life again that's I've always worked and I think me not working even made my depression very strong because I just I had so much time to think and wallow in self-pity and just stay in that dark place. And I remember I was so excited. I called, I called Davina. <laughs> On her defence, she said she doesn't remember saying this, but I just, that's what we say to people, like, what, the words that you, you spew out of your mouth, it's so important because you are just saying that word in, in that moment, but it, it makes a lasting impression on someone else. But yeah, I called Davina and I was like, oh my God, Davina, honey, I've got a job. She was like, you go back to banking. Like, you, you're supposed to be going forward in life, not going backwards. I said, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. I think that, I think I was just like, oh, let me call you back. I got to the phone, I was, like, my head was hot. You know when, I feel like, if me and, if she wasn't for me that day, we would have we we fought, and I don't even, I'm not someone who believes in fighting your friends, or, I would have punched her in her dirty stinking mouth, like, the rage. Then I just had to hang up the phone. I just thought to myself, like, the cheek, the cheek, like I've been going through, you haven't once opened up your mouth and said, oh, when are you going to apply for a job, what type of jobs are you going to apply for next, what do you want to do, I go, obviously it's my responsibility to make sure, obviously, it's my responsibility, but I just feel like, I go and get a job, you haven't supported me as a friend, you haven't done anything, I go support myself, do whatever, and I'm coming to you, regardless of what you think. Even if I told you I got a job cleaning toilets, you should be like, no, that's really good, it's something. Regardless what job it is. Are you telling me you're going back to banking? You're supposed to be going forward and like that going backwards. Will you shut your dirty stinking mouth? I just can't believe that someone, any human being can even open their mouth and say that. And I think after that, I didn't holler at her again. Literally. I was just like, and for the, I'm just so crazy for the longest. She didn't know why I was upset. She she had no reason. I don't understand how you can say something like that and just think it's okay, especially when you there was no support. Especially when I've been that person that's been supporting you like in your career and making sure your CV's up to date, sending you. It was so funny. I remember there was a time me and her were both looking for jobs at the same time, and obviously I found a job that I even I even 
ended up getting her a better job than I got myself. That is mad. Like, I was suffering in this one job, and she was, like, in a nice, cushy office, a job that I'm... And it was so funny, like, I forced her. Every single day, I would message, like, I've been applying for this job. I've been applying for the job. I really think you get it. I really think you get it. And I just thought, I could have applied for that job. I would have got it. And then I'm... And then you're sitting there in that nice job that I, you know, I helped you get. No shade or whatever. Just stating facts. that A job that, do you know what I mean? I physically pushed you, made you apply for got you ready for the job interview, got you ready for your telephone interview, literally prepped you for every step of the way, and you come and open your mouth and tell me when I'm just trying to make ends meet. Yeah, but that's what you going forward in life, not going backwards. Like, people are mad, guys. People are mad. And it's... To me, I, I, I don't believe that she didn't remember. She said, you can't say something that holds that much weight and not remember. It's not saying something like, oh, that shoe's ugly, or your shoe's butters, babe. Like, it's not a throwaway comment. Like, I don't like, I don't like the dress you're wearing. That's, that's a big statement to really just throw out there to say, oh, oh I don't remember saying that. You're, that I don't, obviously, she says she doesn't remember saying that, but I don't believe it. So I just think it's so important. Just have like-minded people have like because i think if you don't have like-minded people if you have people that are just dead to just see fillers then what is the point what presence are they making in your life because even i said this to one of one of an old friend that obviously was trying to come and clear the air and i was just like i appreciate you coming and clear the air blah 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 but i'm just at a space where you're not the type of friend that i need and i wish i told myself this years ago like there's no bad blood but going for, i just need friends like me and I think as well, setting your standards, don't feel ashamed of that. Because imagine, that's, that, that friend said to me, that's not realistic. Yeah, you're an emotional person. You care a lot about people. And she said to me, you care too much about people. Imagine someone trying to be my friend, telling me one of my problems is I care too much about people. You're mad. Anyways, she said to me, that's not realistic. I think you don't get to tell me what's realistic. I get to tell me what kind of friends I want. And I'm making that choice going forward. I'm setting the rules, like, this is a friend I want. If you don't fit that, then I'm sorry. I have no room for you in my life. So don't be afraid to set your standards. If you're someone that you give, you do this, you do that, there's nothing wrong with friend, have wanting friends that also give, give what you have, all of that kind of stuff. You want even friends that are better than you. So don't let anyone make you feel like, oh, uh, you're... That's the same thing, like, when people are like, oh, um... You're asking for too much if you want a guy that's this, 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 and this, and that. If you genuinely believe that's the type of guy that you need. My friend, don't let anyone tell you you're setting your standards too high. Because who are they? You know what you need. You know what you need. If you want your, your guy to tick this box and tick that box and tick that box, that is what you want. And have the same standards in a friendship. I want my friend to tick this, 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 this. Because what is the point if they don't? Because no disrespect to the friends that, I, that are not in my life anymore. But when I physically removed myself away from... I didn't feel anything. Obviously, I felt the impact of not having them around. But I just feel like these are friends that wasn't there for me when I needed it. So if, you're not, if I don't feel your presence, if I don't feel your absence in my life, then your presence holds no weight. Like, I'm sitting there... And sometimes I think years went by, like, so quick. And I was thinking, Rob, I haven't spoken to these people, but I haven't really felt it because their presence wasn't that strong. It wasn't like, when I'm going for this, they were there, they were ride or dies, they were always present. It wasn't. I basically had to... I was chasing the friendship, always making sure that they were okay. No one was making sure that I was okay. So when you remove that, no one's still making sure I'm okay. So there's nothing to miss. That's why I'm I'm not afraid to walk alone because there's no point in being in a friendship where you feel alone anyways. I'd rather not have the friends. So yeah, that's another thing I'd say. Don't let make people make you feel like, oh, you're asking for too much in a friendship. If someone says you're asking, you're asking for too much, then they're just not the right friend for you because obviously they can't physically offer you what you need. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're grown. You can be like, hey, you can't give me this. I'm going to take myself away. Obviously, there's certain things that you need to compromise on. But, yeah, going forward, I want a friend like me. I want a friend that has the same beliefs that I have in a friendship, that has the same moral grounds that I have. I just feel like friends, you shouldn't just be friends for the sake of it. You should bring your friend up. Like, if you're, if you're, if you're doing... If my friend is doing better than me, bring me up. If I'm doing better than you, I'm going to bring you up. It's a sisterhood. We're building something. We're all trying to be successful together. There's no competition. It's all, you know, all of that kind of stuff. 
God, there's so much more I could even go into, but I just don't want to make this episode, like, ridiculously long. Because there's even friends that are, like, are jealous of you, and I would make... Yeah, like, it's just... Sometimes you look back and I just think, wow, I've really just... Like, I've had it all. And it's only when you're out of that situation you look back, you think, no, this person was actually jealous. Like, the days where you are really feeling yourself, like, you, you're going out, you're feeling... Your friend is making... Wants to do everything to make you feel like crap. That isn't a friend. You've planned to go to this event for time. So we both had the same amount of time to get our outfit together, to get this together, do whatever together. Like, I've been ill. I haven't felt, I felt like crap. So for this event, I'm thinking, right, I'm really going to be a baby girl. I'm really going to look nice and do whatever. And that day, I felt, you feel good in yourself. And one friend is saying, oh, where do you think you're going? And you just like that. And he just thinking, oh. Now you just have to be saying just that, and you have to. We only go in here, you know. Shut your dirty, stinky mouth. Friends that will just make you just throw comments like when they when they see you feeling good, they want to take that away. There's actually people out there. I'm not even joking. People out here that don't like to see you happy. And I was sitting there like, rah, like this girl was happy, you know. Wow, wow. Why? Why is she happy for? I'm coming. Open your eyes, people. Open your eyes. Don't be just calling people your friends willy-nilly. These people are not your friends. Because I'm, I still, if my friends look good, I'm, oh my God. I'm like, yes, I'm getting on the floor, getting the angle pictures, getting this, getting that. Get, and have you noticed there's some friends here? Like, you, you know you look banging. I'm sorry. You, like, you're going to meet each other. You know you look, like, no one can tell you nothing. You know you're feeling yourself. You're thinking, yes, I'm doing this. My outfit's dropped. And you meet your friend, and the friend just looks at you up and down and just, okay, let's go. There's a, there's a signs. I'm sorry. I had that so many. I'm thinking, no, you're thinking, I wish I could, like, insert memes in this right now. You're thinking, wow. Do you not see all this pinkness I've displayed for you? Do you not see all this, all of this? In the words of my wife and kids, all of this, all of, do you know, are you not seeing this? Do you not see what I've put together for your pleasure? Like, I just think it's it's crazy because I just I don't have that mentality. I could be looking like dog shit. I could be looking like, like something off the bottom of someone's foot. Like my hair's not done, my eyebrows are crusty, I got crust in the corner of my lip, and I see my friend. I'm like, wow, you look amazing. I'm sorry. You look um like why can't unless like people unless even if even if I'm looking back I don't have to be at my best to compliment you, which a lot of people struggle with. I don't have to be on my A game to acknowledge what you're doing in your life, which I've noticed a lot of people struggle with. Like if I'm not doing well, you can't be doing well as well. Why? Everyone has different times. Everyone has different seasons. Why? 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 Tell me, please. What is the reason? <laughs> what is the reason like there's been times i've been doing just i'm not happy in my job my friend's got a new job i'm like no we're going out to celebrate this a celebration is a celebration even if it's not for me we're still celebrating we're going to celebrate your good news my time is coming i want to keep doing this i want to keep doing that but then when you get a new job it's oh that's nice oh what you get that what recruit what recruit oh what this it's just like wow like it's crazy like, even when I was, like, doing bits acting-wise, I would just see people that just weren't happy for you. People just make it seem like what you what your company was just, mm, yeah, mm, oh, yeah, yeah, your TV tonight, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Like, they don't even... It's just crazy. Like, I, I, I celebrate people's accomplishments. I will scream like it's my own accomplishment. Even if you win £10 in the lotto, I'm like, wow, we are going to celebrate. We're going to spend £100 at dinner. Even though you, do you know what I mean? But then you do something and silence. So please be friend, be find friends that will celebrate your accomplishments and you celebrate. Like, it just, it needs to be all pegging level. Like, it needs, I need to, we need to both be at the same bar in a friendship. Yeah, so I'm just going to leave you with that. Stop making excuses for people. Accept people for who they are. Do not feel, do not make people feel, make you feel guilty for setting your standards in a friendship. And if you genuinely feel like your friendship is broken and you need time to heal, don't, if you need to cry, cry. Because it's not only until recently, like I'll be talking to my partner, I'll be talking about stuff and I'm like, 
that really broke my heart that she did that. Or that and I would, I would let myself cry and I didn't cry for like, because I just thought, what am I crying for? Cry, it's for you, it's not for them. If you need to cry, boil your eyes, do this, I don't know, eat, eat, eat ice cream, watch, watch a movie, watch a sad movie or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that, it's real. Yeah, so, I don't know how long this episode is, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And yeah, when you listen, just message me your thoughts if you agree there's things that you don't agree with obviously these are obviously my opinions and my experiences and what i've been from just sharing them with you guys but if you agree yeah let's have a conversation message me my dms are always open and let's have a chat all right hope everyone has a great week and i will speak to you on the next episode ciao